Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. I want to talk to you about life in the middle. I'm 47. And I feel like I've been living in the middle. I want to be on top. I want to dominate. I want to stand on top of mountains. Look down from the penthouse suite. Dance at rooftop parties. Like I want to be on top. I want to crush Or I want to be at the very bottom where I don't want to be is in the middle. I've always felt like that as a young kid is life in the middle just seems like such a rat race. It feels so exhausting. You're not, you're not at the top, you're not at the bottom, in the middle. And I've come to look at my whole life as that, right? Like, I'm in the middle of cultures. My mom is from Belize, my dad is from Alabama. So I'm between this cultural Caribbean laid-back, kind of vibe and then my dad's more American entrepreneurial he had his own business bought a house Cadillac with no little to no education no formal education I should say and and so he he worked until the very end pretty much until he got sick and my mom too, but you know, the, the cultures, the American culture versus the Caribbean laid back. I'll show up when I show up. I'm not doing more than I have to do kind of vibe. I'm, I was raised in the middle of that. I was raised on the north side of Chicago, which you know, you could say downtown Chicago is the middle, but the north side is one of those sides where it's not too bad and it's not too great. It's just in the middle. It's just it's, it's a university and it's nice, but it's not the suburbs. The suburbs are really nice. They're, they're great. The north side is just better than the south side and the <laughs> and the uh and the west side but it's still quite in the middle it's a it's a mostly middle class side i mean that's the other part i grew up middle class right we didn't have a lot but we always had enough always had enough food 
clothes, friends, education. I was in the middle. You know, even though I went to a Catholic school from fourth grade to eighth grade, I still came back to a Section 8 building. I was in the middle of two worlds. I was in the middle of my parents. My, my, my parents never got married. My dad had his wife and two daughters on the south side, and, and I lived with my mom and my younger sister on the north side. Once again, I'm in the middle. My age, 47. And it's not a... um, It's not a negative. I think what's painful and what causes suffering is not accepting where you are and where you're comfortable and what your default is. There's this idea, there's this pressure that we can always be better, that we can move forward, that we can build on. If you made 30 grand this year, then you'll you should make 40 grand next year and and then 70 grand the year after and the hundred you know it should just growth your growth should be exponential there are those shoulds again if you're a janitor today then you'll be a cashier tomorrow and then you'll be the manager and then district manager and then you'll own your own franchise We love those stories. It's what movies are made out of. It's what books and TV shows, and we love to see someone go from A to B. Rarely, though, do we get to see people who start off A and end up at A, and they're happy about it. There's serenity, there's peace, there's calm with that. There's such a knock against being comfortable. Don't get too comfortable. If If you're too comfortable, you're not growing. Such an emphasis on growth. as if all growth is positive. I'm six, one and a half. I am so glad I stopped growing. I, when I was a kid, I definitely wanted to be seven, 12, probably not seven, 12, but I definitely wanted to be a little taller, six, four, six, five, because that would have given me a competitive advantage for being recruited in football. I would have went to a bigger school. Now that I'm 47, I'm so grateful I'm not 6'4", 6'5", 
the, the world just isn't built for people that height, that size. The amount of wear and tear on your joints. By the way, shout out to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for, I don't know how tall he is. I met him once. He is 7'12". And he's still going and healthy and writing and productive. And and I don't want to say productive. That word sounds so corporate. But engaged. He's engaged. He's... He's still curious. He's still exploring and tinkering and creating and asking questions. I think he's just written a few Sherlock Holmes books or something. Like if Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was a basketball player for the the Lakers back in their heyday. Magic Johnson, and, and uh, but he's also a, a guy who's practiced, who practices yoga, and he was in a Bruce Lee movie. He fought Bruce Lee in a movie, so he's had a, a wild career. You know, he's won basketball championships. Was in a movie with Bruce Lee, and and now he's now he's writing books, and 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 people are paying to hear him speak on ethereal matters. I don't even know if ethereal matters is the truth. <laughs> I just that word just popped in my mind. I actually don't even know what ethereal means. <laughs> I have no idea. But I know I'm not the only one who feels at times like there's suffering in the middle or fearing being in the middle. To be middle class with the house and the car and a dog and the, you know, just checking all those boxes. There, there's something uh, scary about it. Like, I'm just going with the status quo, and on the flip side, the need to want to be on top, that that dominance, that greatness, you know, that's ego. It's partly ego. You know, I was watching Creed 3, and I, I love those movies because I get to imagine I'm Creed, and I get to knock people out and be like, yeah, and then I get the girl, I get the money, I get the fame. Like, I win, and it's comforting to know that I'm going to win. I'm going to come out on top. I would imagine, though, that gets boring after a while. How many Creed movies 
Am I, would I be willing to watch if I know the outcome every single time? The answer is all of them. And I'll tell you why. Because as mundane as you think that life is in the middle, as boring or simple or routine your life is, the excitement is in the details. They say the devil is in the details, but so is excitement. So is joy and wonder. So is taking the time to noticing what's changed between today, yesterday, and today. To, to notice what's been left unsaid. Michelle earlier went to get her uh, facial laser, you know, whatever women do that cost millions of dollars <laughs> to keep themselves looking beautiful and gorgeous, keep themselves looking young and re rejuvenated. And, you know, we were just laying in the living room and I remembered that. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, how did that feel? And, you know, talk to me about the experience. And to me, that was exciting. What was exciting is I, for once, stopped thinking about myself and was thinking about someone else. And curious, like, oh, yeah, how? tell me about your life and your experience and and I, I learned some things. I, I had I thought she was going for a face thing, and apparently she gets her arms lasered and some other. I forget what it's called, but I'm always learning about these new techniques and things that you know are for women to keep them looking young and fit. But that was exciting to me that we had that moment of connection that that it's about getting outside of myself. It's about noticing the people around me, about noticing the, the community around me, the houses, the cars, the the coffee shops, the the places that are frequent. Right. There's yes, you have a routine. And yet, if we can take a little time. To notice a little something different every day, every time you go to your coffee shop to maybe you notice something different about the baristas clothes or hair or their name or you learn something new about them. That's what I've discovered is exciting. It, it requires us to engage and to pay attention to the world that we're in, to stand in a different part of your house, your room, your apartment, to, if you, you know, I used to live out my car. 
there were times I would sit in the back seat of my car just as, like, what does that feel like? What does it feel like to sit in the back seat of your car? I even got in my trunk once. I was just like, what does that, <laughs> I was like, what does that feel like to be in my trunk? My point is there are all these areas in our life that we have yet to explore because we're too focused on the mundanity, mundanity, the, the mund, I think it's mundane, <laughs> how mundane it is. <laughs> mundaneity, I don't know what the word is. <laughs> but we're, we're too focused on the routine of it and I, I gotta go to work again and take the same drive and you know what I like to do when I drive is see how many blue cars I notice on the way to my destination or guess how many red lights I'll run into. There are just so many ways for us to engage and take delight. How to take delight in our day to find these pockets of joy within our routine. The middle can really be a wonderful place because the truth is everyone's middle is different. Even if I wake up tomorrow and I've won $10 million. Wow, that puts me in a 1%. I'm no longer in the middle. But over time, I would find a new middle. And that's what life is about. Life is about expanding your middle, finding a new middle, And embracing all of it. You know, when you get when you're working out in a gym, there's a period where you'll get stronger. And then you plateau. You've you've hit the middle. You'll plateau and then you might even dip a little bit if you don't recognize it and try to push yourself and don't allow your body to recover. And then you start to see growth again. If we are taking care of ourselves and getting sleep and hydrating and taking in adequate amounts of protein and nutrients, then we'll see that growth. And then we'll hit another middle, another plateau. So if you're in the middle right now, explore it, feel it, make friends with it. That means that there's been some growth. You don't hit the middle without there being growth. The, the, the plane can't, you know, what, what is it, cruising, cru not cruising, altitude, um, 
we're going to, I forget what planes do. <laughs> That's so crazy. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like planes go up and then all of a sudden they, they go, oh, we're at 30,000 feet and we're going to stay here. But they had to climb the 30,000 to find their middle, the plateau. And then the plane has to land and then it gets to go back up again. So don't be afraid of your middle. Embrace it. Life is a series of middles. Because things will get turned up naturally, whether it's by our own hand or some external force or maybe both. But nothing's permanent. So breathe into your middle. It makes me think about a baby, of a, a friend. She's about to give birth, and the baby is in the middle. It's in the middle. It's between her. It's right in the middle, right between her head and her feet. That's where the, you know, when you see a, a pregnant woman, that, that baby is right there in the middle. And then. Boom, she's going to give birth to that baby. And think about that. The baby's in the middle for about nine months. So you could be in the middle for nine months. But it doesn't mean that you're stuck. It doesn't mean you're not growing. That baby, although it's physically in the middle, it is growing, developing arms and legs and a brain and and eyes and the ability to to grab and move and kick. And make sounds and to and to respond to sound and movement and touch. So if you find yourself in the middle, remember it doesn't mean you're not growing. It doesn't mean that's that nothing is happening. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. This is the uh, the, the bedtime edition. <laughs> I'm recording this at like 9.30 at night. And, um, and I'm sitting down. I usually will stand up when I'm recording these episodes. Um, but, but this is a vibe I'm feeling right now. So thank you for tuning in. Remember this podcast is not a substitute for you calling the 988 or any of the other 800 numbers, whether you are in Poland or Yugoslavia. Is Yugoslavia still a place? Uh-oh. Kiev. <laughs> uh, if you're in Pakistan, shout out to Pakistan. If you're in Israel, I have some friends going to Israel pretty soon. 
if you are in Ethiopia or the Sudan, wherever you are in the world, Chicago, my city, what's up, Chicago? Um, you can call, chat, text. You can go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together.